Hello, heroes, and welcome to another exciting episode of One Shot. I'm James D'Amato, your Game Master. This week, we're continuing our Dogs in the Vineyard series. This series contains more serious discussions of faith, and if that's not your thing, you've been warned at the door. Before we get to the episode, I want to remind everyone we are days away from the Dungeon Dome. On February 26th, One Shot will be live Twitch casting a special Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition event, the Dungeon Dome. We've taken some of your favorite one-shot performers, made them characters in Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition, and we're putting them in a 100-square-foot arena full of deadly traps to battle to the death save. The Dungeon Dome will be an interactive, wrestling-style gladiatorial combat. You can join us for it on February 26th at twitch.tv slash one-shot-rpg. We're going to start our broadcast at 12 p.m. Central Time. You can support your favorite teams by listening to their promos and tweeting out their hashtags throughout the week. And as of today, you'll be able to head over to our Tee Public store and purchase a t-shirt for your favorite Dungeon Dome team. Each team has their own t-shirt created by some of my favorite artists. Just head over to tpublic.com slash user slash one-shot podcast to pick up yours. And be sure to join us for the Dungeon Dome, February 26th, starting at 12 p.m. Central Time at twitch.tv slash one-shot RPG. Speaking of Twitch, we're going to be doing another board game on Wednesday. Sherlock Holmes and Moriarty's Web. Be sure to catch that Wednesday night starting at 8 p.m. Central Time. Before we get rolling on the episode, I want to take a moment and thank our backers on Patreon. The One Shot Podcast Network is supported by listeners like you. If you like what you hear on the show, I encourage you to head over to patreon.com slash one shot podcast and sign up to give us a small amount of money each month. That money helps us pay for things like our studio in Chicago, the pocket dimension, attend conventions, and stay above the poverty line. A contribution of just $2 a month goes a long way. And a contribution of $5 a month gets you access to the One Shot Secret Archive, an RSS feed available only to Patreon backers full of hours of unaired one-shot content. Thanks to everyone who supports the show already and all of those who are going to join up soon. If you happen to be a t-shirt backer, remember you'll be getting a code that will give you a free Dungeon Dome t-shirt. And everyone, don't forget to stick around to the end of the episode as we have a new Dungeon Dome promo. With all that out of the way, let's get to the show. Cut to a couple months later. You guys have been in the service of the King of Life for a while as dogs mm -hmm. now. Mostly your your work is to go from town to town, uh, just checking on the congregations, making sure they're getting on fine. Mm -hmm. But the other big, big service that dogs provide is sending mail. Back at the vineyard, mail has been piling up for one branch of the faith that is farther out than most. Little town that's only been around probably about five or so years called Heaven. Heaven is on the very edge of the territory that the faith has, and they are really pushing the boundary. Only a while since the faith has been here and really like built up a solid population that You've been able to inch forward a bit, but heaven is reaching farther than ever before. And for that reason, all of the mail that people want to send their loved ones in heaven, it just does not make sense to go every couple of months mm -hmm. to heaven. Mm -hmm. Heaven is a once a year journey. It is a grueling ride across, at this point in time, I'm going to say February, frozen desert wow it's just 
the worst. That's the worst. <laughs> they need dogs who are hardier than others. Normally, you'd probably want to send veterans uh, mm-hmm. on on a mission like this. However, there are some folks who are just too old. You know, it, it's it would be too much of a tax on their bodies to make the trip to heaven. But Soraya and Benjamin, they're strong. They're young. And they have proven themselves in service of the king of life. So you are tasked with heading to heaven. And right now you are sort of on the end of your ride. You are tired. Your horses are tired and breathing heavily. There is a thin layer of snow on the ground that the hooves of your horses crunch. As you look into the distance, somehow the sun feels hot when the rest of the world feels cold. The bright white blanket that stretches on for miles before you stings your eyes as you see in the distance tiny dots smoke coming up from chimneys. King be praised, it looks like that's heaven. It better be. You are right? Yeah, we've just been riding a long time. All right. Well, it's been a long time, but I'm, I'm excited to get there. And have a nice cup of hot, hot water mm. with lemon and maybe some honey. You think they get honey out here? No, but I'm hoping. Mm. And let me just dream while I can, right? No, no, we can pretend. Yeah, pretend honey. Like some, we called that snow back home. <laughs> <laughs> we made it. As you say that, you you draw your coats a little bit tighter around your shoulders. What do they look like? Um, Benjamin's coat is green and brown and yellow. It's got a lot of square designs, squares within squares within squares, and a lot of tree motifs like through through the whole thing. Um, I feel like Ben's made a name for himself in the last couple of months as being a gardener in the vineyard with his huge axe. Yeah. and so he's got like leaf and uh, leaf and tree motif going through his whole thing. I feel like on his shoulders it's quilted, and so it does like a bump. But it does that bump, bump. Oh thing. yeah! So it does that all the way down his sleeves um, and across his shoulders. So it's um, it's thicker across his shoulders because whoever made it knew that he'd like wear through it after a while. Oh, of course. Yeah. Um, so it's it's thicker on the shoulders and on the arms than it is anywhere else. I feel like. Marcus's mother made it for him. I was going to ask who yeah. made it. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like Marcus Marcus's uh mother and sisters made this Aww. this coat for him. All 12 sisters. All 12 of them. It took all 12. <laughs> took all 12 of them <laughs> to make this tent. It's cuz the king of life knew you needed a big coat. Well, I'm glad he knew. And Soraya, what does yours look like? Mine not ostentatious, but it's got some brighter colors in it. There's a lot of yellow and there's some red. Um, it's a spring-like set of colors that's, I don't know, maybe it's almost childlike. Like primary colors? Like red, yellows, and blues? Yeah, yeah. And childlike and like maybe a little feminine um, that her cousins and her aunts made it and her mother maybe refused to partake in making the coat until the very, very last minute. And she built the collar and the lapels into the coat for Soraya. Um, and so they don't quite match the rest of the coat, but she doesn't care because she knows that her mother made it, even though her mother doesn't want her to be a dog. So, yeah, it's it's not... I mean, I feel like the bright colors is not a common thing for dog coats. 
Absolutely not. Bright bright colors like that, not not common at all throughout the faith. Mm-hmm. And it's made some of the communities that have greeted you, like you've always felt like there's kind of a separation there. Um, and that's because some of them are suspicious that this coat is a symbol of pride. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's something that your family made for you and your family made for you to remind people that you are a woman and to them also a, a bit of a girl. Like you are somebody who they cared for and protect and like that shows through in this coat. And even though it causes some of the more stodgy members of the faith to bristle, the children that you care for when mm-hmm. you enter these communities absolutely loves it. Yeah. And I, I think that it also shows in the acts of service that Soraya does in the communities that the coat doesn't stand for. The first impression of the coat does, is not the impression that she leaves with. Exactly. Exactly. You you walk in and it, it's hard and then you walk out and they have, they've seen the value mm-hmm. of everything that you offer and... That code is a symbol of what you offer. So with that, after a couple more hours ride, you are drawing closer to the town. What does Um, the town look like? It is a small collection of buildings. Like town is kind of a generous word um, (laughs) because it's mostly a a gathering place. Like there is there is a temple. Mm -hmm. Um it is like a small, inauspicious temple. Near it, there is like, there's a civic building of some sort. And the rest of it is, you know, just a, a gathering place where people from the surrounding farmsteads mm-hmm. come come to meet. And this uh, is mostly like high desert type type area, like sagebrush and nothing, nothing over like, well, I guess on, on Ben it would be like his hip, but like nothing... Nothing I, that that high. I like, think yeah. I think it's like bordering, like step. Like you you've crossed through a good portion of mm-hmm. desert, and like there's a reason that people are here. Yeah, but getting here was so difficult. Okay, mm-hmm. so so mm-hmm. difficult. So like there's obviously like water here, and yeah. like it's it's more fertile land. Like we've come out of the desert and mm-hmm. into this town. Okay. All right. How do we want to do this? You want to ride in first, or shall I? I usually ride in. People board up their doors. Um, it's just because you're big. What? I know, but do you want to do that? or Does that hurt your feelings? No, it doesn't hurt my feelings at all. It's it's just what's, uh, what's proper. So you want to ride in first? Sure. All right. I'll, I'll ride behind you then. All right. Uh, so you ride in heading west, seeing the sun as it's just starting to dip in the sky it glows red and lights up the landscape around you pinks and uh, and shadows blues but just on the horizon maybe it's a trick playing in your eyes but it looks like a sea of blood washing back and forth and as soon as that image is in your minds it's gone dismissed as you walk your horses into this town. And you are in heaven. You come into town. There are a few lights on inside various windows. And a portly man who's dressed for the cold weather walks out. He has some bifocals. He is really bundled up in winter gear. My word, do my eyes deceive me or 
Are you two dogs? Yes, sir, we are. Yeah, yes, sir, we are. Well, a great blessing on our congregation, then. We haven't seen dogs here about a year. Well, that time has come to an end, then, for we are here. We brought you the mail, sir. Yes. Well, brother, sister, thank you so much. Uh, please uh, t- tie up your horses and step inside. Your, your ride must have been awfully long. You know it was, sir. We thank you. What's, what's your name, sir? Uh, oh, of course. Uh, excuse my rudeness. I'm Lumperly D. Smith. I'm the leader of this congregation. It's a pleasure, Brother Lumpley. I guess we tie up our horses and mm-hmm. take that giant... Like satchel of mail, it's like a duffel bag. Yeah, it's very full large. of mail. We almost had to bring a donkey with us. There's, there's a couple of. Well, maybe we did. Did we? Did <laughs> I mean, your horse struggles with just you. <laughs> yeah. I feel. Yeah, we need I to feel, find you a bigger horse. I, I feel like I feel like we had like we have a donkey too. We like we tried to leave with the duffel and it was too much yeah. for your horse. And I feel so like we... there's packages too. Like, like yeah. there's yeah. there's tons of Again, stuff. So there a is a lot of love that has just been piling up for this very, very remote region. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, I think yeah, there's there's a donkey too. Donkey, man, that must have been awful dragging a donkey across oh, the desert. Goodness. Maybe it was a mule. They're more amenable. They're more trustworthy. Okay, let's say it was mule. a mule. It was a mule. It's very nice. Covered in mule. in like more than one duffel of mail, and there's like I don't know, goodness, <laughs> that's too many. Um, like three duffels of mail. Yeah, and like packages mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It's like Christmas. It is, <laughs> but in February. Ho ho ho! And all that. Well, my word, there are gonna be a lot of happy families. Uh, how long do y'all plan on staying? In uh, heaven. Well, Brother Lumpley, uh, we're, we plan to divvy out the mail in the next couple of days. Um, oh, yes. There must be quite a bit for you to get through. Indeed, indeed. And uh, uh, Brother Hiram would, would like a, a report, sir, of, of uh, uh, births, Oh, deaths. Brother Hiram. He's still kicking around, <laughs> is he? Uh, he? He's holding on by the scruff of his beard, sir. But, well... Uh, that uh, news does my heart a world of good. Uh, can can I offer you folks anything to eat or drink? Uh, I'm afraid that we don't have lodging accommodations. We don't get too many travelers around here, uh, apart from the unpleasant sort. Um, uh, but we can put you up in the temple. Oh, we'd be very grateful for that. Be very grateful, sir. The other reason why we came, not just to bring the mail, was to see if we could be of any services to the congregation here. Well, I I, I won't speak for the rest of the congregation. Uh, I, I don't imagine people around heaven need too much of. The first couple of years were, were very hard years uh, to folks traveling out to heaven, but through the will of the king of life, we persevered. Amen. Mm. Uh, yeah, will you mind help me, Bert Lumpley? We'll, uh, we'll take these, these duffels into the temple and uh, uh, set them down. We'll get good night's sleep, and tomorrow morning we'll, uh, we'll start giving out the mail and doing what we can. Um, when you get outside, he, he uh, gives you uh, two cups of something warm probably 
probably like a cider. Probably. probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a like a warm cider, something that brings your fingers back to life yeah. a little bit. Um, and as you step outside, you notice your your animals are antsy. Your horse, Benjamin, is chewing at the post a little bit uh, around where he's tied up. You especially, Soraya, notice that, that there's something making him nervous because you have such an affinity for animals. Mm-hmm. Is it just us going outside or did he go back inside? He, he, uh, was he taking us to the temple? He, he was showing you over to the temple. Okay. So I'm just noticing this. And... Where are they tied up? Are they tied up in front of the temple? Or... Uh, they're probably tied up in front of Der Smith's house because he, he He's greeted the one who you. Came out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As we walk, I feel like we're closer together. Like he's mm-hmm. maybe walking in front of us, and we're behind. Mm-hmm. And and I want to like lean lean down and be like, "You see, our horse is getting kind of antsy." Yep. What do you think that means? Don't rightly know, but what do you mean you don't rightly know? I mean, I don't rightly know. Well, I don't see any. Don't better. you have that affinity for animals? What is that supposed to? Mean? No, don't you like Benjamin, talk horse? I'm working on it. I think something's going on, but. Now, how long have you two been dogs? A couple of months, sir. Not not for too long. Oh, they sent out green ones to make that trip. Yeah, we're, we're greenies for sure. <laughs> oh, well, I am so glad y'all made it. They might not have told you back at the vineyard, but uh, we we don't get too many visits from dogs all the way out here. Oh no, I imagine even a year you wouldn't you wouldn't see a dog or so. But uh, we're happy to be here. Oh, well, we're so very happy to have you. Uh, Please. He takes a key off of uh, his waist and unlocks the temple and pushes the door open. Make yourselves at home. Service is going to be tomorrow, of course. Uh, So uh, we'll see you bright and early. Uh, We'll we'll make sure that uh, someone, someone gives you a warning so that you can... Wake yourselves up in well, time. It's totally f- that's very good, sir. What time is... And I pull out my pocket watch, and I, like, wind it. What time oh. is services tomorrow? Well, that's a nice watch. Uh, oh, thank you, sir. My, my pappies. Uh, usually, we we uh, make it make it uh, around eight or so. Uh, do just give, fine. Give people time to wake up, tend to their animals, and get over to the, uh, to let, the temple. That'll do just fine. Brother Lumpley, before you go... Oh, what what would that be, Miss Soraya? You, Sister Soraya? You did mention that you don't get many visitors, you don't get many dogs up here, except for the unpleasant kind of visitors. Oh, well, I was referring to a recent unpleasantness in our community, and perhaps this is a situation that uh, can be tended to by two dogs such as yourself. Uh, we, being in the remote regions, not in the warm bosom of the rest of the faith, deal with quite a few outsiders, quite a few idolaters mm. and the sort passing through, not showing the respect uh, the uh, your fellow man deserves that the faith would show. And just the other day, a thief came through. We're currently, he's being held. He was caught. Oh, he was caught. He was caught, but after weeks of things going missing, weeks of animals disappearing from fields. Now, I have some authority as the steward of this congregation, but uh, I would greatly appreciate uh, the strong arm of a dog uh, taking care of some of the more 
permanent legal matters that need to be dealt with. We're here to serve, Brother Luntley. We'll do what we can. Well, I am so happy to hear that, Sister Soraya. Brother Benjamin, welcome to heaven. He closes the door uh, with a a firm click. Uh, it shuts, and he's on his way, just as darkness is starting to spread outside. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't see any other like villagers on the way in, did we? Uh, no, no. Again, I mean, this, it's cold out. It's cold out. Yeah, cold it's out. cold it's out. It's almost late. dark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to put the, the duffels and everything. What, what does the room look like? Like, where are we? So you see, uh, there is a simple wooden pulpit. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are just a couple rows of simple benches, mm-hmm. like, uh, that people can sit on. Other than that, this is just very, very bare bones operation. Uh, it, it's clear that you know these are subsistence farmers, and mm-hmm. you've been to communities mm-hmm. where farming is the way people live, and worship is the thing that they do because they have to do it. But they don't have a lot of time to spend love and care to make the temples super resistant to the cold and yeah. things like that because. You have to live. Yeah, it's it's cold in here, probably. Mm-hmm. Oh yes. Is there like a cast iron stove we can like, or like a hearth, like a or something like that? Something. Not in this temple. Oh, good, good Crap. golly! All right. Uh, so I, I put down the the duffels in what? It's just the one room, right? Just the one room. Yeah. Put them in a corner, and I I like partition the corner off. Like I like build like a small fort out of like the packages and the and the duffels, and like put it in like in the corner. I'm like, we're gonna sleep here. And hopefully uh, it'll be enough. I take my coat off and I like lay it over the top. So it actually makes a little fort. It's going to be enough for you probably to sleep in it or like one of us to sleep in it at, at like a time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I go, what, what do you want to do? You wanna I want to keep watch. All right. All right. I'll happily go to sleep then. You know, going to be divvying out mail all day tomorrow and. It's going to be a long day tomorrow. It's going to be a long day, so I'm going to go to bed. Is that all right? Yeah, I'll wake you if I need something. All right, then. Shake hands and go to bed. Um, I bed down for the night, uh, curl up with Samson, <laughs> my axe. Like I'm, I'm, it's it, so warm at night, that it, axe, <laughs> to cuddle with. I, I, you want me to cuddle with something else? Nope. Soraya, is that I what you're saying? I didn't say anything. <laughs> so, Soraya. I feel like the horses are going to freeze. I'm concerned about that. You want me to go out and do something about the horses, Sarah? I mean, I want to bring them inside, but... You, in the temple, Sarah? This is, this is not even the proper bit of the temple. This is the, like, reception hall. Well, it's it's a small one-room place, Sarah. It's not like they had time to gild the ceiling. Look, I'm not here to judge, Benjamin. You want to bring the horses in? You want to pray about that? You could also probably ride out to one of the buildings and ask if, well, you know, one of the residents, if they would mind terribly if your horses stayed in their stable. Mm-hmm. How about this? I'll do that. You watch the mail. All right? Look, if there's a thief around here. No, you're right. I'll watch the mail. All right. Or do you want to take that and I'll watch the mail? This is how we make every decision, Benjamin. You know that? What? What? We do, we, suggestion. It, suggestion. Alternative. Alternative. Nobody even makes a choice before there's an alternative suggested. All right, fine. I, like, take my coat off the and put it on, put on my hat, and I, like, storm out of the... Now, you be nice. I'm being nice, Soraya. 
Look, it's been a long ride. I'm not angry with you. Don't be angry with me. You sound angry. And I go out and I like take the horses and lead them out to one of the buildings. <laughs> okay. Um, so- not brother, not brother. Lumpleys. Yeah. Someone else's. I want to get a bead on someone else in this town. Perfect. And I stay in with the mail and I pray. All right. I just need to pull up. The worst part of gaming for me is always names. There's a list in the book. It's a short list, though. Just do names of the from the Bible. Yeah. That's yeah. Really I mean, the like thing. books from it. Leviticus. Okay. You look around again. Um, this is such a small town there. It, it, it's, it's hard to even call it a town, but th- there are a few homes that are near. Um, you pass Brother Lumpley's. As you're walking outside, w- once you walk out of the temple um, and your feet crunch onto the snow, you feel how dark it is out the the cold bites at your face in in just a a crueler way than it had uh when you were riding out to heaven mm-hmm. um there's a general unease that you feel and your mule and your horses are snorting a little bit mm-hmm. um like they are right there with you mm-hmm. okay you approach small home again uh it coming up on i'm gonna say eight now it's late there's still like a candle like going in one of these windows um so you go to the first house that has a lit window Mm -hmm. okay so i have the the three i got the two horses and the mule my left hand in my right hand i want to like i have samson Mm -hmm. um unslung like i usually keep him like slung across my back um but i have him just casually sitting there and I like turn around to the butt of it and I like and I with the the handle I knock a couple of times on the door. After like a couple firm knocks, a woman comes to the door. She looks to be in her late twenties, early thirties, though it, it might even be hard to tell that because she's clearly someone who has worn a lot in yeah, work. Yeah. Um her her face is wrinkled but kind mm-hmm. and her eyes are bright. Uh she looks tired. Uh, perhaps a bit pale, but she is putting on a very, very courteous smile um, as she opens the door just a crack because she's also being safe and cautious. Uh, g- good evening. I'm terribly sorry to. Uh, 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 he gets flustered, like he's just sitting there going, "Like, uh, uh, I." Well, uh, I, I imagine that you're not a thief. Most thieves don't spend their time stumbling about with their words on the doorstep. Uh, no, ma'am. No, ma'am. Um, my name's Brother Benjamin. Uh, I'm the dog. Oh, a, a dog. Her eyes light up. Um, well, well, please, Brother Benjamin, c- come inside. Uh, uh, I'd, I'd love to, ma'am, but we're just looking to, to house our, our our livestock for the night, uh, me and my companion. Oh, oh of, of course. Um... Allow me to to get on a coat, um, and and I'll come join you. Of course, of course. Um, after Take your time. a few minutes uh, walking around inside, uh, she emerges in a thick fur coat pulled around her that looks like it is a little bit too big uh, for her mm-hmm. to be wearing. We, we've got we've got a small stable. It, it's not the warmest in the world, but it'll definitely help him survive the night. Thank you kindly, ma'am. Mm. Uh, what's your name? Uh, oh. Forgive my rudeness, Mary Fielding. Uh, Mary Fielding. Um, yeah, of course, of course, uh, Sister Mary. Uh, 
uh, show me, show me where. Uh, she takes you around back, and uh, there is a small stable. <laughs> there is an ox uh, that's like uh, held up in in one stable. You're gonna have to probably put one one in with the ox. Uh, we we only got so many open spaces. Um, and then there's a very powerful looking horse in another, and that uh, that that horse there. Uh, doesn't doesn't take kindly to, to to strangers and other animals, so we probably want to avoid put putting him in. He's recently broken. All right, uh, I put all my animals in, inside mm-hmm. in various places and like take off their tackle and take off their their saddles and stuff, but leave their blankets on them so they stay warm. Well, Brother Benjamin, how how long are you and uh, I assume they didn't just send one dog? No, no, no I have a companion, man. We're we'll be here for the foreseeable future. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's good. It's 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 so good to to hear from the larger faith that can be a little bit stifling out here. I can imagine. Uh, Sister Mary, is everything all right around here? Her eyes widen a bit, and she doesn't quite make eye contact. And in a very authoritative voice, I go, Sister Mary, you do know the king of life can tell when you're lying. I wouldn't seek falsehoods i'm i don't i don't believe i said that ma'am what i am saying though is if there is something going on you need to tell me i said like he's there his mm-hmm. hat's off because his head yeah he has to, like bent sideways <laughs> bent sideways in the stable <laughs> this community has been going through a hard couple of years brother benjamin all right uh, it was hard when we settled and it's been hard ever since. And that's war on some people. Mm. It's my, just a big, like, grunt, like a big... Mm. My husband, harder than most. Um, They've said they've done what they can. Is your husband the thief, ma'am? No. 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 He's not that thief. You're going to be dealing with the thief, though, right? I'll do what I can. I'll do what King of Life wants. Well, that's good. That that's a blessing in that. No. My husband is a is a faithful man and he has lived his life as a faithful man. And she's wringing her hands now. And it feels like for some reason the world doesn't want to reward that. And she is clearly, like, fighting back tears now at this point. I don't mean to lay all this burden on a stranger's shoulders. I I go and I, like, I take her hands, Mm -hmm. which my hands are huge. Yes. So, like, they're, like, dwarfed in in her her hands. And I, like, take them and I go, it's all right. You don't need to say anything you don't need to say. But if it needs to be said, I would have you say it now. Not everyone is doing well here. And things appear to be turning around. For good or for bad? I've taken up so much of your time. Just, I'll see you tomorrow at service, Brother Benjamin. Uh, it, it is very nice to have you here. It's a pleasure to meet you, man. You have a good night. Um, with that, she, she bids you good night. She pulls that uh, fur coat around her tight 
and uh, walks inside, closing the door. When she leaves, um, Benjamin's standing at the door of the, of the stables, and she leaves, and he hits the stable, like the, the side post of it, mm-hmm. incredibly hard, mm-hmm. um, and takes a deep breath, and then lets out a ton of like anger and tension he was holding. Most of the animals like sort of recoiled in there. The ox, your 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 horses, and the mule, like jolted back. But uh, the large black Mustang mm-hmm. um, that she pointed to is unfriendly. Pokes its head out, um, and I, I just, turn I turn around and give him like this gaze and go, "Oh, tough guy, huh?" It's watching you right back. Just slowly, in the in the way that only horses can. It looks contemplative, but you know there can't be anything going on in that head. Yeah, <laughs> I um, I walk over to it, mm-hmm. and I put my forehead like like right on its forehead, and I go, "You want to go, son? We'll go." But and I'm cold, <laughs> and with that. The horse, behaving unlike any horse that you've met in your life, just lets out a slow snort, uh, filling the air with steam. Um, And it uh, gently pulls its head back and away and recedes into the stall. Um, And I I go... (laughs) (laughs) And I turn around and stalk, stalk back uh, to the temple. Uh, we cut over to the temple um, where while you were while you were having this scene, um, Soraya was sorting the mail and praying and praying, thanking the the king of life that we got here safely and we didn't lose the mule or the mail or our horses or our lives or our legs or our arms <laughs> or our guns or our bullets. And praying that whatever ill feeling we had coming into town will become clear to us so that we can help this congregation. The This place is so cold. It is, it is so real freezing. very bitter cold. But as you pull the mail out and read the names written on the front of these envelopes, uh, you feel a warmth. Uh, you can tell just by the way the names are written out. Uh, there is warmth and love that you are holding in your hands. Some of these letters, I, I, like some people have 12 letters. Some people have 20 letters. These are letters written by relations who have not talked to their family in a great amount of time that has all been sent to the vineyard waiting to reach this community um and going through that uh and sitting in the temple this is the first that you have felt at ease in a long time the trek out here was difficult and something about this place rubs on you the wrong way mm-hmm. um but here in this moment Looking at these letters, you feel peace. You feel the faith uh, being the blanket that you needed in this cold, bitter place. I think about getting up and going to check to see if Benjamin's coming back. 
but I don't, and I keep sorting the mail. But then the feeling comes back that I need to get up and go to the window. So I get up and I go to the window and I look out to see if I can see anything in the dark. Uh, so you look out in the darkness and, you know, this is an impressive darkness. The moon is bright above. There are so many stars dotting the sky. There's a lot of natural beauty um, that would light up this landscape. But as your eyes draw closer to the ground, as they look at the horizon, it's as if you're in a sea of inky darkness. Uh, the land just swallows up all the light of the heavens. I don't see him coming back. I don't think Benjamin goes back to the temple. I feel like he goes around the temple wherever there's like a wood pile. Mm -hmm. And he's going to blow off some steam by chopping wood for like a little bit. I think after a little bit, she hears that sound. Yeah. And she knows he's okay. Because um, he's done that before. At least once or twice. Oh, tons of times. Oh, yeah. So she knows. She knows he's fine. She's like, all right. Benjamin is a man of many virtues, but he does have a temper. <laughs> yes. Yes, indeed. So Soraya goes back to sorting the mail because there's a lot of it, and she doesn't think she can sleep in the cold. Um, so Soraya, as you are, so this is going to be a role of your acuity, mm -hmm. um, of which I have much. Yes, acuity plus. Hmm, I'm going to say plus will. Okay. Uh. And this is just against the land. And I don't know how the bidding process works in this way, but it's against the land and something that I feel like I have earned in describing. So I'm going to roll my dice. I encourage you to roll yours. This is a roll uh, to notice things, to okay. take in information. Okay. So... I will say, uh, putting forward five, the mm -hmm. night is dark and cold, and everything about you that is human wants to go inside. Uh, the landscape is open, uh, wind sweeps across it easily, and it stings when it blows. So I've put forward five. So um, it makes me want to stay inside? It makes you want to it makes you want to go inside and stay inside and not be out there. Okay. I what did you put down? I put down 5. 5. Now, if you see something with a single die, it will count as double for your raise. You'll actually be able to keep the die that you used to see on. So okay. for instance, if you take one of those fives, fives. Uh -huh. um you put that 5 down mm -hmm. to match me, but now that 5 has become part of your raise and that's a 10. Okay, cool. Um, so you will need to add another die to that, and that might shut down this whole thing. Add a four to that. Okay. I don't have 14. I had 13. Oh. Um, so you standing out there, looking out at the snow, seeing just the darkness in the land, you turn back to see where your horses were standing, and uh, the horse with its tremendous weight, probably because ben when Benjamin was riding it, uh, broke through the snow mm -hmm. to the ground beneath. And it's very, very dark. Just outside of the temple, you can see the 
impression left by the horse's back hooves mm-hmm. the, the land is just so so black and dark and as you approach the temple um where the horse's front hooves were staying you can see uh some dead grass some you know just regular uh yellow dead grass beneath the snow but the back hooves are much darker much much darker can i investigate that absolutely I don't have to roll or anything. Uh, you don't have to roll or anything. Uh, you stoop down in the snow. You've got your lantern out. Mm-hmm. Um, and you shine it over the snow. And you have to get so close because it just feels like shadows catch that mm-hmm. hoof print very easily. Um, and you can see that, in fact, that's not dirt as you might assume that it was. It's... Grass, black grass beneath the snow. So I like pull a glove off, which is stupid because it's cold, Mm -hmm. but I need to feel it. And so I put my hand down in it to feel the individual blades of black grass to make sure that that's what I'm seeing. Yep. You put your hands in it and pick it up and in the night you see on your fingers this grass it's like shaped soot um and as you pull it off the ground near your face near enough where you can see it uh the wind catches and it delicately blows away into the night and with that uh the strong thundering of the axe throughout the night snaps you out of out of the trance of this grass and pulls you back into reality. You realize you're outside. It is so cold Mm -hmm. and your glove is off now. So I put the glove back on and I'm pretty sure, pretty sure now that it's Benjamin who's chopping wood (laughs) out around the back of the temple here. Benjamin comes from around the temple. His arms full of like, like smaller than usual firewood. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, and he sees you with your glove off. He's like, "What the flip are you doing? What Put are your you glove doing? on. Whose wood is that? That's this is this is wood that was out at the wood pile. Whose wood pile? The temple's wood pile. There's no stove in there for a wood pile. Well, there might have been a fence. All right, it was. It, it I, was a fence. It was not. Nobody you was using. You took a fence down. Nobody was using it. There's no stove to use that wood with. Why are you he so He drops upset? it. He just drops it. Mm-hmm. What's going on? What happened? You want to go inside? Yeah, let's go inside. Let's and go talk inside. Talk about what then. happened. All right, you go inside. So we go inside, and he comes in behind her and shuts the door. And and Ben is furious. Ben is just she has no idea. Why. He's trying really hard to keep it keep it all together. You you know from months of working with him, Ben is a man who is possessed of temper, but also of few words. And sometimes mm-hmm. it takes a while for them to rattle yes. out. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, he's just walking around. He's like doing laps around the temple, just like walking around. He's like, like saying things underneath his breath, but he's not really saying anything. He's like, there, there's something going on. I don't know. Mary, the horse, the horse that butted the head against that horse. Like, and she's like, horse. he's lost it. I don't know what he's... So she goes back to sorting the mail until he calms down. And eventually he calms down and turns around and goes, there's something going on in this town. Yes. I just spoke with a, a, a sister Mary mm-hmm. out there. She's scared. Mm-hmm. 
She's scared shitless. I mean, sorry. She's scared. Uh-huh. I don't know about what, by what though. She didn't say. No, apparently there's some sort of uh, deep hardship going on here. Well, some they live sort in the middle of, of nowhere. All right. Well, they live in the middle of nowhere. I can't imagine life's terribly easy out here. I can't imagine it is either, but the way she was looking at it, the way she was scared, that's not right. Hmm. Well, Lump, Brother Lumpley did say that they had trouble with a thief recently. Maybe there's I, I, other hardships going on. Something else about that, too. When I mentioned that thief, she got real agitated. Well, we'll be dealing with him tomorrow. I feel there's something else about that. Was she real glad to see you? She was. She was real glad to see me. Did you feel like Brother Lumpley was not real glad to see us? I feel like Brother Lumpley was... I feel like Brother Lumpley saw us. You know what I mean? No. You know, like he saw us. He was... He was saw... Us here. He looked at us. No, he looked at us. I'm not saying that he didn't look at us. I'm okay. saying that he he saw. He like does this like circle yeah. around his face. He like he saw he saw us with 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 his eyes. He's like pantomiming really hard. <laughs> Isn't that what looking at? No, means? that's not that's not Sister Soraya. Please, I'm trying. <laughs> I'm saying that he saw us. He recognized not recognize it like he saw you and me. He. he no, he was not happy to see us. All right. But the horses and the mule are okay. Yeah, they're fine. There's that other horse, too. She had horses? Yeah, she, big, black, son of a bitch. Uh, the son of a fella. Benjamin, Tiller, I'm we're sorry. in the temple. I'm, I'm sorry. Sorry, sorry. Sorry, sorry, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I went outside because I agree with you that something is going on here. All, all right, then. I'm glad we've come to that establishment. The hoof prints in the snow where the horses were. All right. There's something wrong with the grass. Is it because it's winter and they're dead? Well, the grass in the front hoof prints is definitely regular dead winter grass. Back hoof print, it's black. So I took my glove off. That's why I had my glove off and you were looking at me like I was an idiot. Well, you, you are an idiot for taking your glove off. Out. The grass is black, and it's like ash. All right, what does that mean? I don't know. I've never seen that before. All right, well, we'll... What do you want me to do, go get it? Or? No, I'm just letting you know what I found. All right, all right. So let's just go to sleep. We'll wake up tomorrow, and we'll we'll deal with this, whatever it is. I don't rightly know how much sleep I'm going to get. Well, you're going to try, all right? I'm also going to try. That's all we can do all is right. try. I, d I go, I grab a blanket, like from from like my pack, I guess, because mm -hmm. I'm sure we have like at least a blanket or something like that. And I put it over the little fort we've made of the, of the, the mail. And I'm like, go ahead, you first. We'll hunker down in here and maybe there'll be enough warmth that we won't die in our sleep. All right. I'm having flashbacks also. Like, Ben's <laughs> having flashbacks of nearly dying in that blizzard with the other two dogs. Oh, yeah. Um, so he's, like, a little on edge. I feel like he, like, opens his book of life and, like, reads or tries to, like, actually, I don't think Ben can read. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think he can. Um, so I think before they, like, go to bed, he's, like, huddled up in this little, like, blanket fort they've made. And he goes... 
Sarai, would, would you mind mind reading to me? I feel like they do this yeah. like mm-hmm. every once yeah, in a while. They do. Absolutely. They do. All right. You want a random passage or you want where we left off last time? Uh, what I want you to do, if you could, will you close it and open it? Close your eyes. Put your finger down. All right. We'll see what the king of life wants us to. All right. So that's what she does. She closes the book. She lets it fall open again and then puts her finger at random on the page. What does it say? And it says, and so it came to pass that the people were frightened and they knew not where to turn. And it also came to pass that in their prayers, their hearts were opened. And that's the end of the chapter. All right, then. Thank you, Sister Sheree. Let's try to get some rest. All right. They hunkered down to sleep for the night. Yep. It's... Wrapped in their coats. A fitful sleep, but it's a sleep. Mm. You wake up to... I feel like in the night I've rolled over and, like, cuddled Sister Soraya. <laughs> like, as, as the... She, like, wakes up and she's, like, wrapped up in... In uh, in Benjamin, not mm-hmm. knowing that he's reached over and like grabbed the nearest warm thing and pulled it towards him. Right, Sarai, you wake up much warmer than when you went to sleep. Uh, you see some sun piercing through the frost that has coated uh, the insides, the windows in this temple, and there's a gentle peace in that for a moment before you are restored to uh, your sensible propriety of society. Mm-hmm. Without waking him. She scoots backwards out from under his arms and from under the blanket and, like, extracts herself from their little male duffel blanket fort and goes to the window to look out. There's a... No, that's a coon. Um, You can see outside um, there are a few more horses tied up to posts in town. People are... Starting to come by for service. Benjamin. Huh? Get up. Coon's got my britches. Service, Benjamin. Oh, is it no, service? He like stands up, like the stands up in the lean too, so like the, yeah. the blankets like covered yeah. him and <laughs> he's like trying to take it off. And I reckon we've got just a little bit of time here before they show up. All right. Uh, how, how do I look? He's like trying to smooth his hair. and You could put your hat back on. We're indoors. Oh, well, that's true. I guess you're out of luck, then. Well, thank you. Look, I'm going to go over there, sit down. You said the mail's sorted? Yep, it's all sorted by name and family name. All right. After service, we'll uh, we'll divvy out some of the the mail. Mm -hmm. He goes and just kind of sits down. and He tries to sit down in the pews. The pews are too small Mm -hmm. for him, so he just kind of goes into the corner and, like, stands in the corner with, like, his book. Can't read it, so he's just standing there with it. There is a knock at the door. Um, Soraya is ready for that and goes to open it. And Soraya, you see a woman that uh, Benjamin's already acquainted himself with, uh, Mary Fielding. Uh, She's a little bit less disheveled, more made up for the day, um, wearing clothes that uh, you wouldn't call nice, but it's clear that attention has been paid to them. Um, Yeah. normal clothes that you'd wear to service uh she's also bundled up um not wearing the 
ridiculously large coat that she had on last night, but uh, it's also clear that she's kind of cold. Um, and she's holding in uh, one hand a pot that has a tight lid secured on it, and it is steaming. Oh, oh um, hello. Good morning, sister. Uh, good good morning. Uh, who who might you be? I'm Sister Soraya. I'm the other dog. Oh, ah, uh, well, w- welcome, welcome to uh, welcome to heaven. I I just thought I ran into Brother Benjamin last night. He he put his animals up in our stables. And well, thank you very much for housing them. I, we really do appreciate. Oh, it. it's no trouble at all. Any anything for for members of the faith. Um, she. Bring. She puts the pot forward. Actually, that's why I came over. I figured you riding across the desert and such that y- y'all might not have breakfast. Uh, well, that's very kind of you. Please, please come in, Benjamin. A, he's like, what breakfast? Food? What? Mm. Well, hello, Benjamin. Good morning, uh, Sister Mary. Mm, I'm afraid uh, we we don't have much, but I, I took some of the bones from from dinner last night, and I I made up a, a small soup. That'll, that'll do just fine. That's very, very kind. Well, I am very, very grateful for you two uh, passing through heaven. Uh, a lot of a lot of members of our congregation have been looking forward to a visit for months. We're very grateful that we managed to get here safely. And uh, we're... Uh, <clears throat> we're, uh, we're happy to bring so much love in the mail here with us. For all of the congregation here, and we're happy to be of service at, of anything you might need, Sister Mary. Well, um, that's good soup. Is there any for me? No, there's plenty for you. All right. My husband and a few other members of the community have taken ill. Um, now, now some folks have stepped in where they can, mm-hmm. but we we would appreciate any sort of. Uh, Tending that uh, dogs could provide. Of course, we'll uh, we'll do what we can. Uh, who is exactly uh, sick? Well, there's my husband. There's and she names a good list of people. About ten people who have had an illness. She says for the past month or so. All right. Uh, Did they all get sick around the same time? Yep, around around the same time. Um. It's not a surprise to too many. My my husband is a generous man, generous to a fault. Uh he it's they've been lean times for some of the families around here, very lean, and he always made sure everyone in the family had enough to eat and he didn't keep his strength up in the way that one should living in heaven. So what kind of symptoms are they showing? Very tired, very weak. Um flashes of heat. Sometimes he gets so hot he starts seeing things. It's been mighty difficult and I can imagine that's very hard on you. Is there enough people for service today or are we uh, shall we just go? Uh, uh, they're they're the king's work. gathering outside for service. Uh, the uh, you uh, probably noticed that there's no stove in here to heat the temple. Uh, mm-hmm. bro- brother, brother Lumpley uh, has been actually 
holding service outdoors um, because we can build a fire there. A lot of us uh, still came inside for service doing readings on our own, but uh, a good amount of the community is joined Brother Lumpley and his services outside. How long has he been held in service outside? And is it just in the winter? Just been just been in the winter, just as the cold started. That's that's as it started and you know, uh we, we probably should have been able to outfit the, the temple a bit better, uh but blacksmith's got a lot of work and iron's very scarce here. Not not too many people passing through. All all the iron that we got has to be put to work for for farming materials and implements, mm. that sort of mm. thing. Are they outside right now? Yep. And you can see uh, outside there is a good amount of men and women um, dressed in the plain dark black colors uh, that you see in most congregations mm. sitting around a fire. Uh, that has been built up probably with some of the wood that you helped chop up last night. Last night. (laughs) Well, thank heavens there's all this wood chopped for us. (laughs) Um, and you can see, uh, like there are a lot of smiling faces there and, Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's service, you know, it's, Mm -hmm. it's the service that you have come to know. It's just not, not in the right place. Um, I go, I, I can put on my hat. I, I open the doors quite forcefully, and I step out on outside. This big dog in a coat, like <laughs> this picture of the faith. Yeah. Uh, step outside, and I go. Well, what we, what do we have here? Uh, yeah, your your booming voice echoes across the very featureless landscape of uh, the town square in heaven um drawing the attention of all the congregants that were gathered around the fire i pull out my uh my watch and i open it and i go looks like it's eight o'clock but there's nobody inside the temple for services and a younger man um unmarried I don't know how you tell that just by looking, but yeah. Yeah, well, you, you, you can see his you face. Yeah. You go, yeah. Oh, you he's unmarried. Tell. He's an yeah. unmarried man. <laughs> um, he goes, well, uh, temp- temple's awful cold, so around r- here in heaven, we, we usually gather around a fire. What's your name, son? Uh, Jebediah. Brother Jebediah, come here. Um, he sort of like he he looks to uh, his his parents for a second. They you know nod and he walks over. I put my 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 hand on Brother Jebediah's shoulder. You are a full foot taller yeah. than him. <laughs> I look down at him and I go, Brother Jebediah, in a very loud voice. Mm-hmm. I go, Are you cold? He looks confused and definitely frightened. Uh, y- yes. Yes, I'm I take cold. off my coat and I I drape him in it, and I go, "Are you cold now?" But, well, not 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 quite so cold. Then I think you can go inside for services. Then, um, he sort of sheepishly, um, you know, looks to everybody else. They don't know what to do or say, and he then 
Good. looks at the door and walks into the temple. Good people of heaven, do you have blankets? Um, there's like a sort of a murmur. Um, and you can see at this time, like Lumpley is like standing very silently looking on at the situation as it's unfolding before him. Uh, and a few of the younger men break off and, and run to their homes and come back with, with blankets. If young brother Jebediah is no longer cold and can sit in the temple in my coat, which will fit at least three of you, <laughs> then I believe blankets will suffice for everyone to go inside and begin services. What do you have to say, S- Sister Soraya? <laughs> and I'm like, Soraya steps out of the... She's been loitering in the doorway with Sister Mary, who I imagine is probably mm-hmm. concerned about yeah. what's going on. Yeah. Sister Soraya swings out and kind of crosses her arms and nods. Reckon more people are in the temple with the doors shut, warmer it'll be. I think that's a right mighty good observation there, Sister Soraya. That's science. Yes, indeed. Also the will of the good king of life. Mm-hmm. How about this? Everyone can go inside, and Brother Lumpley can uh, do his stewardly duties and uh, give the sermon. I will stay out here and tend this fire. Make sure it is nice and going for everyone to come outside when it's over and we can chit-chat and chaw and chew the fat and all manner of talk. Pass out the mail. And we will pass out the mail. Everybody like seems to have brightened up. What what, what started as a, a tense moment is just people going, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll warm up the temple together. Uh, the young men have, have returned from their homes with, with blankets and everybody sort of piles inside, all of course, except for... Brother Lumpley, standing on the other side of the fire, um, we have that shot of Lumpley behind it, the fire just at about his eye level, staring dead-eyed into Benjamin and Soraya's eyes almost at the same time. Warriors! Wizards! One-Shot! On Sunday, February 26th, the One-Shot Podcast Network will be opening up the Dungeon Dome. A live-streamed gladiatorial role-playing event. The finest in fantasy sports entertainment. Four tag teams of fierce adventurers will be locked in the Dungeon Dome. An enormous arena full of deadly traps. Only one team can be crowned the Dungeon Dome Tag Team Champions. The only way out is victory or death save. The Dungeon Dome will feature some of your favorite one-shot talent, including Allie Barthwell and Liz Anderson as The Murderer. Alex Manich and Courtney Crary as the Micah Noise. Mike McDowell and Stephen Kropa as the Compass Cats. And Patrick O'Rourke and Aram Varshian of Godsfall as a mystery team. Let's hear from one of the teams now. All right, heroes, I am sitting in the locker room for the lower circuit of the Dungeon Dome. The people who are about to walk through this door will have won their chance to compete in the Tag Team Championship for the Dungeon Dome. Prepare for defeat. Every hit to repeat. To unleash the underdog's devastation. To ensure our opponent's humiliation. To hunt the defenders of peace and love. To burn the lands under sky above. Jesse. Gary. Team Team Roxlet. 
Courting the eternal night. Surrender now or prepare to fight. So do we get the trophy now? <laughs> I believe we've come here for our trophy. Trophy? Yes, I think we have a nice shelf for it, right? Yes, yes, I made it out of wood. It's a lovely shelf. So you have our trophy? Well, you're the man who carries our trophy. Uh, no, no, no. I am an interviewer because you guys have just won by finishing your final lower circuit match a chance at the Dungeon Dome. You have come here to interview us about our trophy. Yes, it is a yes. fine trophy. I expect it to be a very fine trophy. We are, of course, the best combatants. And I'm a scary wolf. Rawr! Rawr. Okay, uh, I, I see that you gentlemen are drow. Ah, I'm a wolf! Dark elves? I believe we are of the underground persuasion. If that's the politically correct term, then yeah, you guys probably don't know the system here, but you fought your way admirably through the lower circuit. You guys tore a path of devastation through the lower circuit matches, propelling you into the dungeon dome. Those were matches. I just thought we were having fun. I just thought we were killing people, yes. Well, I mean, you were killing people. Yes. A lot of a lot of really tough competitors died. Fans. I ripped that barbarian's arms off. Yes. Also, the, the, the front row ticket holders. They oh, were yeah. fun to murder. Yes. <laughs> my, my first question is, February 26th, you'll be stepping into the Dungeon Dome and creating history. That will be the first instance of drow feet touching the earth of the Dungeon Dome. How do you feel about that accomplishment it's the same way we go everywhere we win yeah yes we just clear a path wherever we go we burn a path really it's more like if you took a path and then burned it and then i guess salted the path yeah and entered the ashes within the salt that's kind of what we do and we make it real itchy Yes, very at you. Well, yeah, you I see you. that you have a very interesting style of dress, Gary. Yes, it? Gary the Drow. For for those at home who can't see, Gary appears to just be covered in leaves. Nothing but that looks like poison ivy. It's poison ivy. That can't be comfortable. It's not. It's even less comfortable for those I kill. Okay, I can't, no, it would have to be less comfortable for you. I'm, I'm sorry, it would have to be. Oh, how do you mean? You're wearing poison ivy, and you sure. just said that it's uncomfortable. Yes. When you go into the Dungeon Dome, you're doing it for the honor of the Underdark. Yes. We're doing it for everyone. Also to kill. It's kind of fun to kill. Yes. Yes. Well, that's just a way of life. Well, really, yes. Well, well you know who your draw was for your first match. No idea. It's the Compass Cats. <gasps> kittens little kitties we have no fear against kittens. the compass cats are undefeated well, well because they haven't met us yet how many lives have they got left ah very clever we'll take all nine there i don't know go. we'll I take know. all nine they uh they fight for the pale moon queen queen felicia oh. they lead her honor guard probably the most decorated military combatants in dungeon dome history that doesn't intimidate you at all jesse no, I suspect we'll kill the first and drown the second in the first one's blood. Oh, wow, wow. Big, strong words coming from Jesse. Uh, Gary, do you feel the same? I want to meet Queen Felicia. She sounds awesome. Okay. Now, How do I get a court with her? If the Compass Cats hear this, they are going to be very upset about you besmirching the Queen's honor. Her honor? Why? 
Right. Well, right there, you you just hit on the queen. She's she's the ruler of their nation. That I know they are very particular about the queen. From when I interviewed them, the queen is rather hot. I mean, she's not my type, but she is rather attractive. Ah, she sounds like my type. She does sound like your Something type. Something about a pale moon. I was hooked from there. Something about darkness and no one else being able to see you during the act does sound a lot like you. Yep. I don't like being watched. I'm sorry. It's just you're covered in poison ivy. Like, the oil has got to still be on your skin. Imagine when she starts touching it, how itchy she'll get. There's a rule 34. Everyone's into something. She'll be so itchy, she can't resist me. I I hang out on this underground Reddit called r switch to the itch. Okay, okay. Before we get too... Deep into that, I have to ask, we have a big audience watching the Dungeon Dome, not just the New Zealand audience, but it's being broadcast live on twitch.tv slash oneshotrpg to the Earthen Realm for your fans right now on Earth who want to support Team Roxlet in the Dungeon Dome. What hashtag or hashtags, as each competitor has put in three hashtags ah. against my advice, which hashtags should they use to support Team Rockslet? Obviously, hashtag Team Rockslet. Hashtag dead enemies. Yes, yes. Uh, hashtag blood of the mortal coil dripping down walls. Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> Gary and Jerry will kill them all. Hashtag, hashtag orphans. Hashtag, hashtag orphans. orphans. Yes. Hashtag, hashtag, hashtag orphans. Black. I do believe that. Yes. yes. Hashtag, hashtag orphan black. Hashtag orphan black. <laughs> Okay, a plethora of hashtags for Team Rockslet. Felicia, the pale moon queen. Hashtag, nope, I wish... That, that's taken. No, that is uh, taken. Hashtag, oh, I, I, I wish I was never born, nor none of my parents born, nor any of my... Li- I wish no human being had ever thought. That's wow. How, that's what I wow. believe our hashtag Strong should be. Strong statement. I'm almost afraid to ask uh, the last question that we ask all of our competitors. If you win the Dungeon Dome, what are you guys planning to wish for? A trophy! Boots. I do love boots. That's yes. it? No, boots. Well, really, really nice boots. A really big trophy. Oh, but, but you fabulous. have you, the, the prize is a wish. You could have anything in the world. Yes, I wish for really nice, but does he not understand? I don't think he trophy. listens. Yes, really. I mean, we have the whole shelf set out, and yeah. I've got. I thought my, we were getting a trophy right now. And I do really like boots. Yes, I know. Yes. You have like 50 of them. Boots and a trophy. What do you want? Well, I mean, there you have what it. What would you wish for? I, I'm, not, I'm not going into the Dungeon Dome, so I don't really have any wishes. Would you wish wishes. to be more attractive? Yeah. Yeah, if I was wow. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. If I was you. Wow. Okay. All right. Before this gets any more hurtful, you I want to say. You wish for a less splotchy beard. Right, if right. you, if you for, want to support. Could you wish me taller? If you want to support right? Team Rockslide. Maybe you should re- Wish for your hairline to stop receding. Maybe you wish to be so like like you are like, bald. You are completely bald. Yeah, 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 I'm into it. Maybe wish to be more appealing as opposed to less appealing. Maybe if you didn't smell. I would say that's what you should wish for. I contractually have to say, if you wish to support Team Rockslet <laughs> heading into the Dungeon Dome, remember to use hashtag Team Rockslet. Hashtag orphan black. <laughs> hashtag orphan black. Hashtag I can't remember. Let the, the mortals die on the coral of pain. Yes. Hashtag bleed out in the darkness alone. Okay. Hashtag yes. Queen Felicia of the Pale Moon. Again, Hasht- that is for the Compass Cats. You're just going to get more support for the Compass Cats. And us. Hashtag fitful asleep dying alone. Yes. 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 
All right. Boots. Uh, be sure, be sure to watch Team Rockslet in the upcoming Dungeon Dome Tag Team Championship, February twenty sixth at Twitch.tv slash One Shot RPG, starting at twelve p.m. Central Standard Time. Team Rockslet, thank you so much for this interview, and good luck in the Dungeon Dome. And you should hit the showers. Many showers. Be sure to tune into the Dungeon Dome, February 26th, starting at 12 p.m. at twitch.tv slash OneShotRPG. That's it for One Shot this week, but don't worry, we'll be back with more Dogs in the Vineyard next week. And remember, this Sunday, February the 26th, we'll be broadcasting The Dungeon Dome, live at twitch.tv slash OneShotRPG, starting at 12 p.m. Central Time. And remember, you can find t-shirts for all of the teams competing in The Dungeon Dome at tpublic.com slash user slash one-shot podcast. The Murder Shirt was designed by Donna B. The Micah Noise was designed by Sean Pope. The Compass Cats was designed by Will Kirkby. And Team Rockslet was designed by Aviv Orr. Be sure to support your favorite team by using their hashtags throughout the week, voting for them in Twitter polls, and retweeting their promos. While you're waiting, be sure to check out some of the other fantastic shows we offer on our network, including Campaign, which is currently wrapping up the Findar arc with episode 79. If you haven't been tempted to listen to Campaign yet, it's our ongoing Star Wars Edge of the Empire series that plays more like Three Men and a Baby in Space. As always, we end One Shot with a call to action. This week, I encourage our One Shot heroes to call their representatives to protest the Department of Justice reversal on trans protections. In many places in the U.S., members of the trans community are vulnerable, and all they ask for are simple dignities enjoyed by many of us every day. You can help by calling your representatives, Republicans and Democrats alike, and reminding them that trans rights are human rights. One Shot is a proud partner in the Chicago Podcast Co-op. If you're an advertiser looking to reach an engaged Chicago audience, be sure to contact the co-op about advertising opportunities. As always, a big thanks to our supporters on Patreon. If you want to help us in a non-monetary way, the best thing you can do is tell a friend about the show. You can also leave us a rating or review on iTunes. Every five-star review we get helps new people find the show. If you want to hear more from the show, be sure to follow us on Twitter at OneShotRPG. Look us up on Facebook at Facebook.com slash OneShotPod. Check out our Tumblr at OneShotPodcast.tumblr.com. Check out our Google Plus community. Or look for news on the site at OneShotPodcast.com. If you're looking to inquire about advertising rates, live appearances, and commissioning episodes, or you have a question or comment about something you heard on the show, contact us at GameMaster at OneShotPodcast.com. One Shot is a joint production between Peaches and Hot Sauce and Paracosm Press. Peaches and Hot Sauce is a Chicago-based comedy network with tons of great podcasts, videos, and live shows for you to check out at PeachesAndHotSauce.com. Finally, that music, which is right now swelling up over my voice, is Be Your Own Pet with Adventure, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes. A